0: Welcome to The Forecast, episode 36.
1: Watch this, Grubborn!
2: Already? Already! (laughs) Gotta start off strong, man. Is that a little premature? A little. Maybe.
0: Welcome, guys, to Forecast episode 36. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday, also fortnightly. Uh, we are a community of peeps who love exploring and discussing new products. We talk about video games, board games, TV shows, movies, all kinds of entertainment stuff. Plus, we also talk about random stuff, which is fun. Uh, and if you like listening to that, thanks for joining in. Um, you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash community, or you can check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com. We also post all of our notes on the website. Uh, They'll also be in the cast notes when you download the podcast in whatever app you're using to listen to this. Um, Again, if this is your first time, welcome. If not, thanks for joining in again. Um, Let's uh, let's get into it. We also stream. Oh, we're (laughs) getting there. Let's actually just start there. We actually just started streaming as a group, which is fun. We've been talking about it for a long time, but uh, we just have not... Pulled the trigger, I guess. But we're streaming now. So if you want to check that out, uh it is twitch.com forward slash what is it on Twitch actually?
2: Which is the, the horizon. horizon. Okay. Twitch.com forward slash We The Horizon. Check it out. So wait, when you say we're streaming now, are we streaming now now or are we just streaming now? I'm, we're, we're, we're gonna stream
0: now. the now when the cast comes out now.
2: We're not currently uh, streaming. We're not streaming the podcast. We have just started
0: streaming. Oh, we can stream we should be streaming the podcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Who's going to do that? Anybody? I like that he Who's says that, that, that? that? in a very surprised we have, voice. We need a
1: graphic. We need a graphic first. We'll do it next time.
0: We need to go. Uh, okay. Next
1: time I mean, we next do the podcast, we will we'll we'll <laughs> all have a
2: Google Hangout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do and, it live. our faces and be like, yo, what's up? And we'll do it live. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. We'll bring We Are the Horizon live. You can like, send us messages and we'll respond to you. That'll Maybe. be awesome. And we'll bring it for
2: you. <laughs> except, for you, except for you, Brock. We won't answer you. <laughs> that's harsh, man.
0: Poor Brock. Brock. Brock always has the things to say, though. All the things to say. All of them?
1: I love everybody that listens to this podcast because my terrible voice is on it, so thank you so much. That is
0: that true. Again? That's, that's true. A lot of validity to that. Let's start with uh, this. E3 happened last week. Yes. And we all got to watch all kinds of stuff at E3 from... Uh the new games that are coming out to whatever the heck happened at Devolver Digital's show.
3: <laughs> that was good um, stuff right there.
4: Pop quiz, yeah. what does E3 stand for? Ooh.
1: Electronic uh, Entertainment Expo.
4: Yeah. You're, oh! you're you're awarded one sticker hey, hey, of, of your choice. It's a soundboard. Yeah, but which oh, one? We don't have any
3: good ones for that. <laughs> just, just, Unless yeah, get owned is the one. Yeah,
1: there you go. Do it. <laughs> no.
3: What is uh, this game? Oh geez. That's a game. good one actually. What is this game we're playing right here? <laughs> what? what is
1: this
0: game? Uh so let's talk about stuff that happened at E3. Um if we want to start, let's actually let's just start with whatever the heck the devolver digital panel was. Did everybody
1: I... actually get to see that?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I watched it and I laughed for the entire damn thing yeah i
2: thought it was pretty great i was confused what part was reality and what part wasn't until i realized none of it was <laughs> yeah. it was all real
4: <laughs> all of it the whole thing was real essentially they had like a parody like 15 minute press conference where they talked about a bunch of fake products and... hey there were some
3: real ones in there hey, yeah, they showed uh, ruiner <laughs> I-, I loved the which
4: is uh, exciting.
1: what was it the the pre alpha <laughs>
4: by... <Yeah. laughs> early earliest access early earliest earliest access, access. Was. <laughs> that was good stuff right there. Well, you can purchase games at their inception <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and they go to interview that guy and he's like what who's devolver digital <laughs>
3: uh, uh, and also and was... like
4: they were talking about how we always hear about customers throwing monies at their screens and how oh gosh Chad has moved to recording.
2: Oh, right. Ch- Chad mind. left okay. us. Yeah. Probably because how, they're not recording the recording. How
1: they they created the digital way of actually having the screen be able to to take all of the, the money.
0: Yeah, well, and they also had, I think my favorite part was the uh, comment. You know, comment how, how do you describe it? Uh, yes. Content? Was it comment content. created content? Yes, where it's like, this game sucked. You should be able to hold two guns and like immediately just imports it into the game so you can hold two guns. <laughs> Everything about it was ridiculous, but it, it reminds me of the,
3: the movie trailer for Strafe, where Strafe coded itself <laughs> yes, into <that> existence.
0: <laughs> yep. That's the best line from that whole trailer. We should
3: post that trailer. That's so we good. should. That's a good one. Uh I feel like they did a good job of making the skit feel really uncomfortable like, with oh, yeah. the weird things they were doing, and it made it so much better. It was so good.
1: I, I mean, I was at work when watching it, and I had another page up that I was, like, tabbing between every time. <laughs> like, it got a little too weird, and I was like, I don't know if I want my boss to walk by and just see, like, a dude <laughs> with, like, out of hand and blood just squirting everywhere. <laughs> and then have to explain to him, I was like, uh, this is totally work appropriate. Don't worry about it. Totally work appropriate.
0: Don't pay <laughs> attention to what's happening on my screen.
1: I mean, I already have a bait giant sign above me that says nobody pay attention to my screen because of my job, so.
0: <laughs> so, what order do we want to go in, through, or to go in here to talk about these games?
1: Uh, I figured that let's just go round table. Aaron, you can go first. And just a comment on things <laughs> that you saw at E3 that you wanted to make a comment on.
0: Oh man, um, Destiny Three looks cool. Destiny
2: uh, Three. I'm a fan of <laughs> Destiny Four. What is, is that called Anthem? Is that the
0: new name? Oh, Anthem! Oh, sorry, oh. called it by the wrong name. Called it by the
2: wrong name.
0: <laughs> uh, Ew. That Not game looks—it's funny. funny, Alex. <laughs> Laugh about it.
4: Not a good joke.
0: It's a great joke. You just don't I'm like laughing. it because you didn't make it. On the inside. it's it's
4: a shooter that has some loot. That is classified in different rarities. Yeah. (laughs) Does it have anything
0: else that seems very
4: destiny like? No, but it also just seems
3: destiny like. (laughs) It doesn't it? Like the
4: suits? Very
3: destiny like. I
4: don't know, man. They're mechs. They're very thin mechs. They're suits. They are not mechs.
2: They're They're
3: exosuits. Yeah, they're
0: exosuits. They're way too small to be mechs. Yeah. So anyway, Anthem is, if you didn't see it, we'll post a, a trailer for it. It's legit. It looks just like a kind of it's like an Bio open Ware's world Destiny game. And it is Bioware's new You IP. can fly. It looks You like, can fly. It yes. looks like
3: Destiny, but a little more grungy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put
3: it. I'll take I that. I think Frank suggested that.
4: It looks fantastic. It does look good. It was, cool. it does look it was the good. first game that they showed at all of E3 that I was just like, wow, this actually looks so good. Like visually. It was pretty, for sure. Yeah, facial animations a little step up from Andromeda. <laughs> a little step up.
0: I'm just ready for. This excites me because it's 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 a new IP that like is interesting, and it's not just like and we're not rebooting old content and we're not bringing out just sequel games. So it's I'm I don't know. I'm just excited to see something new here. So yeah. as far as that's concerned, that that element of it is exciting. However, it does just look like Destiny 3. Or Destiny 2.5? Destiny 1.5? Is it better? It's better than Destiny. So Destiny
3: 2.5. But we don't know if it's better than Destiny 2. We don't know if
4: it's better than Destiny.
3: Fine, it's it's Destiny worse. 2A.
1: <laughs> also, to jump off of the new IPs that look really cool. Sea a Thieves isn't exactly new like it's been being in development for years now but to me this is the first time i've actually really been able to look at sea of thieves and see what it's about and i am all about that game it looks awesome it is a pirate game that you can play with your friends and i can already tell that when we all get it there will be mass chaos and wonderful moments in sea shanties so i'm about this Sea shanties, yeah. There's sea shanties.
4: Oh, of course, there's sea shanties. Yeah, it, 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 you, mean, you get to be a be.
1: pirate. We get to be a pirate and fight skeletons and from sharks and fight other pirates. I think this is gonna be fun.
3: Why is there this sudden like uprising of pirate, pirate games? games?
1: So by hypothesis, like this
3: skull and bones black wake. There's a fourth one. Oh, I yeah, think are of right now.
1: yeah, there actually are several. No, I, I have an idea of this. Let me just check my facts. Check <laughs> my facts, fact checking
0: machine. I, I, got, just going, I gotta check, go Google gotta it real quick to
2: fa- well, get one of those liberals. Google,
0: why are pirate games popular right now? All right, my facts are telling me.
1: Well, no, no, no. Okay, so I want to <laughs> make sure. Yeah, no, this is actually perfect. So, four years ago,
2: four of them. Four God, four
1: full years ago, Assassin's Creed Black Flag showed up. Oh, was okay. that long ago? Yeah, it was four years. But four years in development time isn't exactly a ton. Mm. So, like, probably everybody looked at Black Flag. So, how everyone was like, "Yo, pirates are dope," and then started thinking, "Hmm, that actually might be a pretty good idea." Because really, if you look, did at anybody things... actually enjoy Black Flag though?
4: Yeah. Yes, like people did.
3: Yeah, people good? especially okay. like the ship combat stuff ah, because okay.
1: they got to be a pirate. That and was like was the one review everybody loved. <laughs> they're like, "I get to be a pirate. This is cool." So then they're like, "Hey, let's make pirate games." Yeah. And so there was the few that hit the market first that have already been out. Um, you have Sea C- uh, Thieves, that was announced in 2015 that they've been working on and slowly refining their way out. But like the big budget things, like. Um, skull and bones i mean even if they if they looked at that assassin's creed and they say cool let's make a pirate thing out of this and make skull and bones that would take them three to four years to make which then is now
3: well skull and bones is actually ubisoft saying hey we made this pirate thing let's make it a full game
1: so that's that's my point is i i think that it was basically just assassin's creed that started it all off everyone then started drooling and then we're now going to see a lot of this like i will not be surprised if we don't start seeing better open world games not this year but probably two years from now from all of the effects that breath of the wild had. because like i said it takes a while for that to affect the design and concepts in games that are already in production
2: one could mm. say a wild
4: no get out i thought the same concept was going to happen when shadow and mordor came out but there's been like no ripoffs of the nemesis system it's really weird there really haven't it's true
3: i think shadow of war it building on it so much will maybe kick that off likely
0: Let's go back to our uh, in a big giant circle of people talking one <laughs> at a time. A Mr. Owen suggest and then completely destroy. Well, I uh, was just riffing off you, man. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Alex, E3 game.
3: Are You're we only just picking all one? picking one as we go? just roll back around. Whatever. You only had one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was just <laughs>
4: noting something. I can uh, keep going.
0: I mean, I'll just keep rolling through stuff. That's what you want.
4: My, okay, so Microsoft's press conference. They announced their Xbox One X. They showed a whole bunch of really high-resolution stuff. It looks really good. They showed the new Metro game. It looks really good. I don't yeah, know if the new Metro that.
3: game I'm very excited about. I love those games. They're awesome.
4: also where Anthem was shown. Um, Sony press conference. They showed God of War, which looks awesome. I'm a huge God of War fan. Like, Sony... The, the one thing I came away from E3 was like, maybe one day I'll actually end up with a PlayStation because there's going to be like enough games that are not on anything other than PlayStation that at some point I'll be like, maybe I want to play this. I don't know. did Microsoft kind of
2: ruin themselves with the whole like Play Anywhere thing, PC and Xbox to where uh, everything's basically going to be able to be on PC for us now yep. from the exclusives of them? I, I mean, not
4: ruined that ruined ruining. It I think that's awesome. For us, I would say um in terms of oh. here here's a console that can play native 4K resolution games for $500 like everybody's been arguing forever like oh you can build a PC for cheaper than a console that'll that'll play games at console uh standards or a little bit higher no problem i highly doubt you're going to find a PC that can run 4K for 500 bucks yeah i think i think console is finally got a little bit of a foothold with that so like if you're Look not a pc guy already and you're trying to play 4k you're probably gonna get xbox
1: i i would argue just how long though because true you could do exactly as you say and yeah it'll be cheaper for now but a we all know that parts get cheaper quick and b 4K isn't going to be the high-end standard. If you looked at the stuff that they were talking about in Destiny, yes, uh, the, the new Destiny, is they said the console versions of it are going to be capped at 30 frames a second at 4K, whereas the PC version of it will be unlimited. So we could like boost it higher than like 150 frames a second, which is ungodly weird to me but you could do it if you wanted to and i think that's the thing is it's like okay cool xbox has 4k they'll probably have everything capped at 30 or 60 frames a second and that's it and meanwhile everybody on the pc side is going to be pushing 8k and whatever the hell else is next and a billion frames a second and so on
4: high frame rate 4k will be the next thing yeah they've already got several monitors in production for later this year that'll be like 120 hertz 4k and alex is eyeballing one obviously eh, hey alex,
1: <laughs> when you get that one you should make a review of it
4: like i'm finally like incredibly satisfied with my 4k setup finally, at this point. <laughs> it's taken forever it's been years i started 4k when i had two 780s i was like pushing you know 40 frames a second 30 frames a second with settings turned down at 4K. And I got two 980 Ti's. And I was like, alright, this is pretty good. I can run most things you know, above 50 frames a second with most of the bells and whistles. But some stuff turned down. Now I have my uh, 1080 Ti. I run most things maxed out. I turn anti-aliasing on. Because it's just like whatever. And I'm still hitting 60 frames consistently in most games. Wow. At 4K. So, I mean... And that's a $700 graphics card. So $200 more than the cost of the entire system for an Xbox.
2: Who, who and no, that's no. taken
4: like four years to get to that point. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be a while longer until it's affordable, really. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I was saying Sony, they have a bunch of stuff that looks cool. God of War. I've always been a huge God of War fan. Looks amazing. I'm glad that they're doing like a Norse twist on it now because they went through all the Greek mythology before. Now it's going through like, which also is implying like the Greek gods and the Norse gods exist in the same world somehow. Cause no, apparently not? it's not a reboot. <laughs> Everybody thought it was a reboot, but apparently it's not. So yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, and they also had Spider-Man that looks amazing. Oh, it looks really good. Yeah, it looks Spider-Man like, looked dope. it looks like, uh, if you took a Batman Arkham game and just applied it to the Spider-Man universe and exactly like it gave like. it a Spider-Man twist for the combat it looks very cool
2: a twist huh kind of like a web
4: Uh no uh ea Uh, those are um, not related anyway (laughs) (laughs) ea had battlefront 2 which looks really good one of the uh, battlefront was one of the best looking games i've ever seen when it came out so this one is keeping that consistency and also every single interview I, I see with anybody that works on it and not just like top level people that are trying to BS you, but like nitty gritty people, they're all talking about how they're like paying super close attention to the fans and they're trying to make this the game that the first one wasn't and, you know, improve but, in every aspect and give it way more content and, you know, make uh, it a living game, make the DLC free. I'm you know,
1: 100% on board with Battlefront 2, except for one thing because as much as they say hey we're we're listening to the fans and you know we're listening to what you guys want and we're putting it into this game um there has been a large outcry for one single thing from the previous game other than which the is campaign which is put galactic conquest back in and they said that they're not going to do it I mean, they haven't confirmed it, but they basically have said there's other stuff that we're going to end up doing first and maybe we'd get around to it, but it's not likely. And it's kind of like it frustrates me because that is why I loved the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 is I just distinctly remember playing Galactic Conquest with all of my friends.
4: Refresh me on what Galactic Conquest was.
1: What is this game? Good one. Uh, Galactic Conquest was basically you versus your opponent, and you would have control of either you know the Republic and the Separatists or the um, Rebels and the Empire. And what you would do is you would have all of these planets, and they would have their planets, and you would then move fleets to then either defend your planets or take their planets and then doing so would win you points and then you would take those points and then you would buy power-ups for the next battle that you'd go into so you know if i defeated aaron's fleet when he was attacking me i would get uh credits and then i could spend those credits on either more troops or maybe a hero character in the next battle that I can then add in so that way I get more of an advantage if I'm trying to attack a planet that is difficult for me to take. I have that advantage then. I liked it. I thought it was a very fun way to... Did you play out
4: the battles? Yeah. I don't remember ever yeah. playing this mode. Yeah. Yeah. Did It was... it Was it multiplayer? Out... Like you were playing versus somebody that was also you controlling could. a galactic... Thing. you could never do or it. you could play co-op I think, yeah right? it was
1: it was co-op so i could have somebody on my team you could go against each other a lot of the times we did like 2v2 or like four v four. you like land partied the shit out of it and then you would mm-hmm. just go from there the yeah. original battlefront actually had you could spend your credits
3: on blowing up a planet with the death star yes which i was very sad they took out of two because <laughs> that was awesome <laughs>
1: Because then you're just like, ha, you don't get any resources because the planet is gone. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. And it's the one thing that I kind of miss about playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PC. Is the fact that it's not there. And I also miss that when they did the reboot of the franchise in the first Battlefront. Because, yeah, I mean, we can all get together and we can play a couple of maps. And it's kind of like, okay, cool. We're playing Hoth for the eighth time. Whatever. But when you have that like little bit more incentive of, I need to take Hoth, because if I can take Hoth, I can take this planet. And, you know, I, I'm throwing resources. It just becomes a little bit more tenseful and a little bit more meaningful. I distinctly remember in college, I did this with my roommate, and we ended up playing some jungle map that I'm blanking on the name of for... What I believe was four hours, four or five hours, same map, but we kept coming back to it because it was a neutral planet and he kept trying to take it, and then I kept trying to take it, and it kept going back and forth between the two of us. Like mm. no one was able to hold the planet, and that was the battleground.
4: That's interesting. Yeah, I feel I mean, you
1: know, that like that's really cool. That's a hard
3: thing for them to do with the current setup because now it's all people online multiplayer battles right so the only way you could really manage that was to is to introduce ai and you play with just people in your party i mean i i guess maybe you could have some
2: ah. nah, i don't know
3: see i don't know what kind of system you'd even have to put yeah, in yeah you'd
1: need ais and they don't have any ais that's weird they have they have ai AIs. in that like
3: those like single player I mean, today's missions online or whatever, games are way missions. more focused on
4: Yo, we can player have all these players. We can actually, we have the technology to have, you know, sixty-four players in this one server, right? Yeah, which we didn't have in the PS2 days.
1: I mean, you'd have to freaking
4: be... buy an adapter to get even get your PS2 online, right? Originally,
3: it'd have to be a standalone mode, essentially. Oh yeah, or right. you'd have to party up, and you couldn't play online with people. You'd just be playing against AI.
1: But I I mean, as long as you'd be playing, my point of it is that I would be fine with playing against AI and with AI as long as I was doing it against somebody else, because that was the original mode. That is what it was, is you didn't have 60 people with you, you had 60 AIs, and you versus your friend and his 60 AIs. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be 100% okay with that being a thing again.
0: What was that game that came out a while ago? We talk about this every once in a while, but what was that game that had like 200 and some odd people could play?
4: Mag. Uh, Mag. Thank you. Massive action game. Mag. Massive
0: action game. Mm.
4: I'm not done, sir. Oh, well, continue So I still have to continue through the rest of the press (laughs) conferences.
0: Achievinging. Yeah, Alex is going to go through
1: everything.
4: I should have
0: said... Why don't we just have one podcast, Alex? To just talk for an hour about <laughs> really,
4: E3. We shouldn't have we'll done. Just... Hey, what game did you like from E3? We should have just been like all, right, all of them. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah we should. What happened in order. at Microsoft? And who's saw well, anything I, I at Microsoft? I figured
1: that I didn't want to do an entire recap of what happened at E3. I just wanted to have us have highlights of. We important. thought this was cool. This is important stuff. But, but the I mean, problem hey, is, Alex it, thinks man. all of them are highlights and
3: important all stuff. Important. Okay, I well, I let's
1: do just pretend.
0: Let's just pretend like we haven't actually been going through each individual person and I just happened to start talking about Anthem and Perfect. then we've moved our ways. And we, now we're done talking about
4: Battlefront 2. What's next, Alex? <laughs> U- Ubisoft <laughs> had some weird Nintendo mashup game to start off their conference <laughs> where they had Miyamoto Mario come out on stage rabbits. with a Mario gun. Who gives Mario a gun for one? <laughs>
1: Also, I don't know why you're saying it's weird. You played XCOM, right?
4: Okay. Why are you (laughs) saying this is not weird? It's Mario. It's very weird.
1: It's different, but I'm about this. So they're mashing out with Mario. Putting XCOM in the hands of kids is awesome.
4: Mario and Rabbids together in the same game, and you're basically playing Mario and Rabbids XCOM.
2: I think tactical
4: turn based RPG strategy game i think
1: someone had that's a crazy just, idea and it's panning out let's so just weird. go down
4: what's it called mario plus rabbits something mushroom kingdom yeah something, maybe no, i don't think Wait, that's right
0: speaking of weird games what about that freaking fishing game with the final fantasy characters? <laughs> bro <Bruh.
4: laughs> no, dude are you talking about what? monster of the deep
0: what Monsters is of that? the
4: deep what a Kingdom game right battle. there. What Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. What is even is game. that
0: game? I don't even understand.
4: Okay, that's a PlayStation VR game where you get to fish with Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, dude. It's the thing that came out of the weird creepy thing that they were doing before where you, like, look down ladies' shirts and stuff. Like... <laughs> <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, What?
4: They had some weird VR demo that was like, you can drive in this car with this Final Fantasy lady and she has a lot of cleavage and you basically just sit in this car. So all the people that were looking <laughs> at the demo at like previous year's E3 were just like, I'm going to look over at this lady's chest.
0: Please tell me this was like some sort of social experiment and they recorded like the reactions of people in the cars because they you know, they can't perceive people around them while they're in well, VR. And so they're just staring over at cleavage without knowing like that literally everyone knows what they're doing.
4: Everybody's sitting here in line watching them do this and all the people running the demo are watching them do this and it's just like, "Oh, wait, I'm not alone." I'm telling you.
0: This is a big it's a big social experiment. That's what it is. See how many so, people when they think that no one's watching.
4: They took that tech and made it into a fishing game where you fish with Final Fantasy people. <laughs> much
1: less creepy i'm sure you can what? probably fish one of their tops off or something <laughs> monster one, of deep? One, is that what it's called
4: yeah monsters of the deep dude. because there's uh, big fish and stuff yeah so dumb scary <laughs> monster fish so 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 dumb it's like one why do fishing games exist two why does this specific fishing game exist you're not even on fishing. top of that you're watching fishing you're taping fishing
0: to watch later <laughs>
4: Sorry, that's little Brian Regan. <laughs> <laughs> so Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. It actually looks fun and good. I don't know. I didn't really like XCOM, but this looks cool. You can do stuff like like you have a person up in cover and then like you move another person to where they're at and then you can bounce off of them to get around the map. Which isn't the
1: first time that that's been done in turn-based or... strategy games. That's been done before, but I I think it's a cool thing to add in to the XCOM. Or
4: if you, like during your movement phase, if you move through an enemy, you do like a little slide thing that like kicks them. So you can get like an extra hit in if you strategically move around the map. And then there's also like f- physics, where like There's physics in games. You, you can like bounce people. So like if you shoot if you knock a guy up and then like have another character shoot them. You can like bounce them up over a hill and like stuff like it's weird. I don't even know how that stuff works, but it looks cool.
1: That looks dope. It's
4: called physics. That's how it works. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're they're easy. Just ask Caleb.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah.
3: Let's be real. Physics is not easy.
4: Ubisoft. Other crap at Ubisoft. I don't really remember except for uh, uh, what's the big one? The big one at the end. Assassin's Creed. Obviously, oh, Assassin's dumb, Creed. Yeah, I forgot about Assassin's Creed. How could you forget? It look that good. that's because none Assassin's of them look Creed. good anymore. How, how can I, we still be making this game? They took um, a year off of Assassin's Creed, and I expected something big.
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually legitimately super excited for this. It Assassin's just looks—it looks, it looks mm-hmm.
4: like an Assassin's Creed game again. Yep, but, but it's in Egypt. Egypt. And cool. Uh, also, they took the drone from Wildlands and put it in Ancient Egypt, except for it's an eagle. <laughs> wow like you throw your eagle did. up and you're like and it gets too go, far away from go you figure out, go figure out what's <laughs> going on eagle and then like your vision shifts to this eagle and you're like positioning this eagle around that it can apparently hover wherever in the air and, do and you, do you're, you're like marking like, targets your, and I'm like this is a drone
0: range and your eagle's <laughs> night vision and so it's dumb it's
4: so dumb I don't know it's an Assassin's Creed game it, it could it. be good it could not I mean, it looks to be the way better that than goes. other
1: Assassin's
4: Creed games. Uh, Beyond Which Good and Evil 2. is Yeah, I was going to mention that. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is the big one at the end because it's... The, the fir- okay, the weird <laughs> part about this is the first game ends in a cliffhanger. And that was like forever ago, like Half-Life style. And everybody's like, we're just never going to figure out what happens in the story. In comes Beyond Good and Evil 2 announced. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is crazy. Turns out, it's a prequel. So, <laughs> what the I didn't even know
2: that. That's amazing. It's
4: called Beyond Good and Evil 2, and it takes place before the first game. And there's a cliffhanger <laughs> at the end of the first game. <laughs> it's like the first, first game came out in, in 2003, it's for the record. literally trolling people. 2003. Yeah. 14 years?
3: Yep.
0: Well, when it's did Half-Life 2 come out?
4: <laughs>
3: Episode 2? <two? laughs>
4: No. No. Actual Half-Life Half 2. 2. I think we should count Episode 2, because that's like the last time part and of it the story really
0: November 16th, 2004. So, hey, next year,
1: Half-Life 3! <laughs> <freaking 3. This laughs> yeah. Half-Life 3 confirmed! <laughs>
2: 2007
4: was Half-Life 2, Episode 2. So, 10 years. Got some... Okay. Holy got, crap, we got another four to go. Years.
0: <laughs> Either way. We'll get there eventually. It's been
4: a decade. Yep. Without finishing that story. What are you doing, Valve?
0: <laughs> Whatever they want. Really? So Beyond Good and Evil 2, is it prequel? Uh,
4: yeah, it's, they just showed a cinematic trailer, but the cinematic trailer looks really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, And the characters look interesting, and I don't know. People are excited for that. Keep taking us down your list. Keep reading. Beth- Bethesda.
0: Oh, gee, many.
4: Bethesda, Bethesda. We had even had to talk about Bethesda. And it was I mean, maybe the worst much, press conference I've ever things. seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. What was so bad? And there was the amount midnight, of things right? they had to show. They were like, We're gonna block out this hour of your life for a press conference that you have to come sit in this theater for. I'm talking about for like press people. Not me specifically. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. could have turned this off at any point. <laughs> but these press people Oh, you are going to come sit in this press conference and watch this video with this stylized, oh, we're a cute 50s theme park deal going on, where we show you a bunch of trailers for games that we've already released, announce a new Skyrim release on a new platform again. A game that is, what, seven years old? Probably. Yeah, uh, six, I think. Came out 111111. 11, 11. Yep. Um, show you two short clips of some VR stuff we're working on announce a sequel to evil within which did not get highly praised when it came out to begin with and show you a sequel to wolfenstein which actually people want so there's like one thing that they showed at the end of their press conference that was worth anybody's time and it was like a five minute trailer eight minute trailer or something
0: hour long well it was short it was only like 40 minutes right Oh, Doom VFR. Yes. Yeah, but
4: we knew that was happening. We did. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. It's the first time they showed it.
0: Mm. Yeah.
4: But it's still like a re-release of a game. Yeah, yeah. In a different format. Uh-huh. Again.
0: They're good at that, though. And they also I mean, announced they're, they're really Skyrim at
4: VR that. at the Sony event. So they they announced yeah. two new versions of Skyrim this year. Congratulations, <laughs> Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a lot of work done. Yeah. There's all these memes on all over Reddit about like, all right, here's preview for next year, Skyrim coming to iOS. <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> 2022, Skyrim coming to microwave. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all, all it's gonna be forever now. And they also yeah.
3: release some sort of paid mod system. Oh, oh genius! They They're gonna try it again. Too. Fallout. I, I just do not yeah, understand that. Go
4: oh yeah. my gosh that, yeah, that was another point of contention so they they did poorly that was the worst thing I've never yeah. seen A3 ever and then Nintendo happened which I caught oh on later I didn't actually watch live
3: some good Nintendo stuff Freaking new you Metroid so Prime That's
0: stuff.
1: what Ugh. it is.
0: I may have to buy a freaking Switch just to play Prime.
1: <laughs> oh, there man, you go. Welcome, Metroid 4. welcome to my side of life here. Thanks for Ooh. finally coming over and adopting it. I said it I might. I said I might. <laughs> he I said I might. There's also you will.
3: <laughs>
0: there's also a very easy way to apparently emulate it. So maybe they'll just you know. Port it over to the PC and we could play it
3: if it's on Wii U you might be able to emulate it or probably not
4: on switch
0: or you don't think they'd they release this on Wii U
1: probably not no, I don't
4: know no no the answer is no yeah. <laughs> okay well then, <laughs> also geez. you could
1: just buy a switch and then just play it wherever nah
4: yes you're yes a right, remake Owen. of Metroid 2 yep Which yeah. is weird because like two months ago there was like a really good fan remake of that game that was like everything everybody wanted and now they're doing it officially <laughs> that's yeah that's weird um what else did they announce they didn't announce anything with smash people there was rumors that smash stuff was gonna happen
1: they announced that they are working on a pokemon rpg right yeah like a Which like, like a
4: full core assumed... pokemon rpg for yep. switch which
1: yeah. I'm 100% on board with, so that was exciting. Which, uh, the those have R- always
4: been on the handheld systems. No. On Coliseum, Stadium
1: bro. in Coliseum. Those don't count. Those. I, that's what? probably what it's going to end up being, is something like Coliseum, but more fully fleshed out.
4: Mm, I don't know. <laughs> the specific terms that they're using, it sounds like it's going to be like a regular old... Let's try to find a color we haven't used yet. Pokemon game.
1: I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think
4: Coliseum was RPG, like all the way. Yeah. It just ran around, did stuff. Just, ran like, around, did stuff, eh? just like the, the yeah. original Pokemon. I don't think it's considered part of the core Pokemon franchise.
1: I mean, I know a lot of people that like, played it and enjoyed it.
4: Okay, yeah. A lot of people played <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Does that make it part of the Pokemon core franchise? No. I
1: I mean, I don't see how, like, this isn't... It's like
4: red, blue, crystal, silver, gold. sapphire. You know how much of a nerd you sound like right
1: now? You you missed yellow. Yeah, yellow at the beginning. Alpha, sun, star, moon, meteorite, five. I I, I mean, I don't understand what your point is here. Like, it's a Pokemon game, people will play it.
4: There are tons of not-Pokemon-Pokemon Pokemon games.
1: Yeah, and everyone loves that shit.
4: Yeah, but that's not what they announced. And that's not what people have been clamoring for.
1: I mean, even if they give us something that's completely wildly different, that's not a Pokemon-Pokemon game and has the Pokemon in the title, but is something randomly different. Okay, cool. Pokemon RPG. Sounds neat. I'm there. I don't care as long as it's not going to be something super dumb, I still think it'll be interesting. We'll see. I mean, for the record, the best Pokemon game ever is the dumbest concept in the world where you're taking pictures of them.
2: Are we talking about Pokemon Go? <laughs> no, I'm talking
4: about Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Snap. <laughs> also not a core Pokemon game. That is an example of a non-core and Pokemon tell Battle. me
1: that people don't love it and isn't awesome. I think Alex's
3: point is this That's one's going to be point. a core game.
1: Yes, I understand the fact that Alex's point is this. Oh, well, it's not a top-down, I-walk-in-a-circle thing or whatever. It's like the
4: core Mario franchise, like Super Mario Brothers, Mario 2, Mario 3, World, 64, um, Galaxy. You don't have to name them all he's going to (laughs) but there's like a billion other mario games sunshine i miss sunshine i'm here right and
1: galaxy 2.
4: galaxy 2 is after i got stopped (laughs) rightfully so uh like odyssey is going to be part of the core franchise for mario oh yeah um mario plus rapids kingdom battle is not
1: (laughs) But I, I, I understand your point of that, of that, yes, it's a different type of game that has Mario strapped on the front, or a different type of game that has Pokemon strapped on the, the front of it, but people are still clamoring for it, and it'll still be interesting to see what happens.
4: Okay, moving on.
0: <laughs> I moving think on. We're, Alex I is think just like, we're arguing. no,
1: I need my... You're arguing shit. the same point. I think point. we're arguing
4: two different things that mutually exclusive.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um anyway other things from the Pokemon uh, Pokemon, the Nintendo. Um they didn't say we nothing about release virtual date on thing, Odyssey. Oh yeah. Which is important. important. Yeah. Since Nintendo is notoriously bad with actually giving us release dates on things. Yay, we have one. Cool. <laughs> have they, they already announced the Breath of the Wild DLC before this? Yeah. They announced it, but they didn't go into detail as much as they did. Which, they're just really like, hey, there's DLC, be. it's coming. But now we actually know what the DLC is.
4: Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. A new map feature.
1: Yeah, I a like the new map a new feature. Map I think
4: uh, Odyssey looks really cool. It's yep. super weird looking. And, um,
1: you know, apparently Mario's not a human, so that's weird. Yeah, is,
4: is that what this game is implying right now? That's
1: kind of what it's implying, and everyone doesn't know how or to
4: is, take it. Or is, like, the weird human people in that game, are they not human?
1: <laughs> Mario's just special. Let's just, Maybe his let's hat just is the back. real human.
4: Also, does Mario come from the real world, or... Or what, you know? Like, he's been living in Mushroom Kingdom. Where does he originate from?
1: I don't know. There's probably a good Mario wiki that you could read and answer all of these questions. Or Paulina, I'm sure there is. Pauline no. is
4: the governor of New Donk City. And we haven't seen her in a game since Donkey Kong. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah,
1: because she's busy running a goddamn city,
4: man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how she came. She of got New voted. Donk City mayor, when she obviously. was the one that was. Being, she was being like <laughs> captured by Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh man, it's so weird. And also, is this implying like, uh, okay, who is who is Donkey Kong? Is Cranky Kong there?
1: You're, you're asking many questions that we'll probably find the answer to. When we play the game.
4: So the the common lore is that Donkey Kong from the game Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong now. In the present. And that Donkey Kong Jr. is Donkey Kong.
0: All of this is hurting my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The point is, there's a Mario game coming. It'll be great. Moving
2: on. (laughs) We didn't even get to
4: the important part about Odyssey, which is that they're introducing a character called Cappy. And it's Mario's hat. And you can throw your hat on anything and become it
3: but the important part is anything that you become also has your mustache
4: yes very it has, important it has the hat and the mustache the fact the that there's a the bullet with a hat and a mustache pretty great with, the T-Rex too that, yeah. the
1: T-Rex hat and mustache I'm about that
4: throw your hat on a bullet bill so there's something about bill, like a,
2: a Pokemon game coming out
4: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a new core RPG Pokemon game on the Switch I understand
1: Awesome! And there's a new Kirby game coming out. There the real a thing Kirby I game.
4: wanted to get to about the core Pokemon RPG oh my gosh, on the Switch Alex, no. is that we're we're, we're done. This yeah, I believe on. means that Nintendo considers the Switch their successor to the 3DS. Yes,
1: everyone assumed that already. Welcome to the fan page.
4: They assumed it, but they been <laughs> they've been positioning it as a home console.
1: Because it's both. It is the successor of the 3DS and the sex- successor of Wii U. They basically, instead of running two different consoles every couple of years on both sides of this one's handheld, this one's home, this one's handheld, this one's home, they've now just gone, bam, it's both. We're going from here. Enjoy.
4: That's all.
0: <laughs> is that all you have? Yep. Are you sure?
1: I mean, you've only Pretty been talking sure. for like. 33 minutes, I think. I've literally cleaned all of my dishes and done my laundry (laughs) with him talking. I'm not even making this up. I'll send you a picture. Oh,
0: gosh. Hey, we did miss some things, actually, that we did not talk about. Yeah, There's a
1: couple things we didn't mention. um, I'm sure.
0: First of all, uh, Dishonored has a new uh, standalone expansion. Um, Death of the Outsider that's coming out, which... Is kind of cool because that's one of the characters in the game that you never actually get to know very much about. You don't know it's his backstory as much as a lot of the character development behind Corvo and Emily, which I think will
3: probably be pretty cool.
0: Did they show a trailer, actually? Yes, they, they did. did. They did.
3: Okay. Yeah, you. I think you play as either Billy Lurk or um, Dowd.
0: uh other things that we that, that they trailered or they talked about the life is strange before the storm game have they talked mm-hmm. about that before e3 no i don't think so okay
4: Mm-mm. i was so excited when i saw that i can't believe i forgot to mention it i already <laughs> purchased it you it's already in Steam library <laughs> oh man it's it- a prequel to so supposedly there's still a life is strange 2 in development by the original team that made the first one and this is like a side team that is making a prequel based on Chloe's story. Nobody knows what I'm talking about when I talk about characters.
0: No, you talk a lot
4: about characters. You go really in depth. You know that? What everybody's upset because Ashley Birch isn't gonna be doing the voice and <laughs> it's because of the writer's strike. We haven't really touched on in the podcast at all. Still ongoing. Writer yeah. strike not writer strike voice actor strike I don't know why I Boy, said there you strike. go there you I go I was going to say the writer
1: strike got solved
4: <laughs> yeah there was a writer strike, strike always like, like a minute. writer strike or actor strike some strike I don't know everybody should just probably work <laughs> <laughs> so you your games. Games. like we
3: do like us people we don't strike we aren't hey, striking hey if
0: you guys were part of an organization that had a union you would have the ability to strike
3: I still wouldn't strike
0: why not you strike. just keep you just keep working yeah <laughs> other yeah. things that came out that are important to talk about uh metro exodus nobody mentioned this we did you did yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't did actually it. name must... it but we did say the new metro game okay yeah I'm, i must have completely completely missed it in the humble jumble mumble of See, yeah, i tried to do
4: a humble mumble a humble i noticed that reference was
0: that yeah i tried you know just trying to keep you, you slipping moving. that in
4: there yeah just slipping it I'm in glad there that you explained it Thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. For just sure. like Alex explains
3: his jokes, it was wonderful. <laughs> that is what it is.
0: Uh, also, do we talk about Monster Hunter?
3: <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> Does anybody even care about the Monster Hunter games?
3: I've never actually played any of them, but I can see it being. This some is fun. not like something that you like to play.
4: Monster Hunter takes a very specific type of person to get into. And I hope to be that person when this game comes out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you buy it also already?
4: No, I don't know. Is it even coming to PC? It is. It was at the Sony conference. Yeah, that's the big deal about it okay. is that it's coming to PC. That and might, it might will be, cool. be multiplayer. We'll check it out. I think.
3: So yeah, I think it'd be kind of exciting to hunt some monsters it's, with your friends.
4: It's always been on. It's it's been on like 3ds a bunch and stuff like that. Like not very good platforms for us. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, it's like really grindy, and I don't know, like you need to invest a ton of time into it to like get satisfaction, I guess.
0: Maybe this is a type of game for Caitlyn, Chad. Mmm, probably not. No, I thought you liked grindy, long-term games. Uh also, we did not talk about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, did anybody there play we go. Ori? Okay. Yeah. Um. This game looks I, I the first one was amazing so
3: I'm sure this will be. And this one looks even more pretty than or the yep. first story, which is hard to beat.
4: And they already made me emotional in that trailer. Oh,
0: <laughs> Is this console exclusive though? Do you guys know? Probably no not. idea.
3: I doubt it. I mean, first one wasn't.
0: The first one was We're mm. in the Blind Forest was console exclusive. It was mm. definitely on PC. Maybe later, I guess. <laughs> well, you know how they have all those like, PC, titles? I played it. You know how they have those titles where it's like only on PlayStation 4 and then right below it has a, like an asterisk where it says like three like, also on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PC, and Nintendo
3: Switch. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not only on, it's not exclusively on. That's right. Yeah, definitely released on both Windows and Xbox One on the same day. On the same day. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, also, Xbox, it is an Xbox exclusive by that definition, I guess, now. Yeah. By the- Since all Xbox
0: <laughs> exclusives now are on
3: PC, too. Yes. Which yes. is exciting. Okay. That
0: makes sense. Also, Shadow of the Colossus. You guys didn't talk about this, did you? <laughs> nope.
4: The re-release. The re-release, yeah. <laughs> the, game's
2: so, Re- the, the game's so good.
0: Re-re-re-re-release. Oh, this but they, this, this
2: one's like
3: one. an HD remake, not just like a... Remastered? Yeah. oh this is remastered not just an hd remake there we go um,
4: No, yeah. i think it's the, the other way one, around the other one was remastered. Is it the other way
2: around dang it
4: so they already released an, <laughs> a, a remaster an hd remaster of this game and now they're doing like a, a full remake there you go with like all new assets and everything
1: um
0: i'm trying to think there was something else oh uh yeah age
3: of
2: empire's definitive yes! edition You're
3: hello
0: so excited. <laughs> wow age of empire's uh. definitive the story you told alex when you were talking about this th- th- this is this oh, game right
4: yeah 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 so like a year ago bill gates did an ama and somebody asked um they were like i'm not sure if this is your department but can we please have a new or another uh, age of empires game and Bill, like, responded to him then and was like, uh, I'll look into it, essentially. And so they, like, made that the top comment on on that AMA. And then a year later, after they announced this, Bill goes back to the thread and just is, responds. And he's just like, so, yeah, I, I don't know if this helps at all, but here you go. And, like, links <laughs> to the announcement. <laughs> Such a troll.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good.
4: It's actually Bill Gates. That's just crazy. Yeah.
0: I am super duper excited about that. You played that? I loved I I loved Age of Empires. That's what I that's what I grew up playing. I like the Age of Empires, I, yeah. I've never played it. rts's every RTS you can imagine in like that era. I played all the Command and conquerors all we were, the Age of we Empires. Command
4: Conquer Household. Oh my
0: gosh.
3: I also like Command and
2: Conquer dune 2000, yo. Oh yeah, Dude, played Doom. Good
0: um played what's the other uh Doom? Was it the other one called dune is that you yeah, that's you the one same? he
3: said.
4: Like, like I, yeah, know, I, I said. You
0: said, Doom. I was like, Doom. doom, no, no, not doom, doom. unrelated entirely. Dune. <laughs> Dune.
4: Dune. The best was one too. was Age of like Empires: the, the
3: Cheats. There was one cheat where you could get a car that shot rockets. Oh. <laughs> best cheat code in gaming history. Well, no, like the to... best part about all of those games is the Yolo priests. That is Yolo.
2: <laughs> or Yolo. Yeah. Wollolo. Yeah. You wollolo. forgot.
3: Come on. What are you doing? That was actually the first thing they showed in the trailer. <laughs> like it was just a stained glass
4: mirror and it going well, it was great uh, everybody knows I used to get cheat codes that would let me get like infinite tanks or something and just have like a whole screen full of tanks and just roll over the AI <laughs> at like cheater. 10 frames. Yeah. Cheater. <laughs> it was fun though it was fun
0: uh, a couple other things before we wrap up E3 um, A Way Out did you guys see the trailer for this? Yep. Oh, I a way out. that game super exciting it looks super cool because specifically the only way you can play this game is split screen, which yeah, sounds weird, but also at the same time, I mean, hey, which I doesn't a mean that you can't play it online. Games. Yeah, it is well, online no, as well, but it's still split screen, right? But it's still split screen online, right? Right, right. 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 I want to clarify. Uh, just it's important to note that
3: because we now, have. The question is, when you're playing online, online.
0: are you going to put like, are you going to like cover half your monitor so you can't see the other no, screen? No,
3: the the point of the game is that you see both screens. <laughs>
4: Yeah. So their, their whole thing is like, they'll, they'll even do things like shift the size of the split, like to focus on the more important part of the story for that time. Or like in one scene, they were showing somebody was in a cut scene, like being brought into the jail and the other person was already in the jail, like walking around Mm -hmm. on the second level, looking down at the, where the cut scene was being shot. And, uh, I don't know. It was just cool. Cool looking. Mm -hmm. It looks neat. It looks real neat and a cool concept.
0: Also, last but not least, uh, Alex's new favorite game, I'm sure, in VR will be Transference. Um You watched the trailer for this, didn't you, Alex? I didn't see this. Traumatic experiences of fictional people. I probably Basically, blocked it out. Yep, you probably, probably. you probably blocked it out of your mind forever. Uh we'll post a we'll post a link to the trailer. It just looks like a really freaking creepy, super weird, eclectic VR game. So We'll have to record you playing it on Alex Plays Scary Games. <laughs>
4: Our series of a single episode. Did we even post the, that?
0: No, we haven't even posted okay. it yet.
4: Uh, but who cares? It's still fun to talk about. So, yeah, Alex, okay. Alex Plays Scary
0: Games! E3. Anything else from E3 besides talking about... I don't want to talk about Call of Duty World War Two. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, a couple of things. WWII. So, well,
1: it was there, and... It looks interesting, although I will say that uh, the people that were playing it, the reactions that they were getting from IGN people and whoever else was uh, giving it a test drive there, um, they didn't seem too thrilled. Which is was was interesting. Surprise,
0: surprise.
1: Well, it was interesting considering how excited the people of IGN, like the ones that I normally am watching, they were very excited about this game. And then after they had their hands-on experience, they were just like, uh, they, they didn't seem...
0: Felt very Battlefield 1-ish.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what they, they said, is they were just like, oh, this seems very, oh, like there are roles now that you have to fill, and th- it's oh. not as, um, what's the word I'm looking
0: for? Call of Duty-ish? That is all. actually one uh, word, it's just multiple fantasy,
1: hyphens. Uh, 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 fantasy fulfillment, as much as Call of Duty does. Whereas, like, Call of Duty, you feel like you're, like, a mega-powered, super-awesome dude that can take a billion bullets and fight a billion miles an hour and all of this other bullshit, which is why I always hated Call of Duty. And they're just like, yeah, if you, like, walk out of cover, you get shot and you die, and it's awful. And I was like, okay, cool, so it's real. (laughs) So, I might actually like this game, because... You can't just sit there and soak up a billion bullets that you wouldn't be able to do in real life. And they're just like, yeah, I don't know what happened, man. You just He had a machine gun and he mowed my ass down. I thought I could live through it.
0: Hey, that's what hardcore mode's for, Owen. Okay.
1: Well, they, <laughs> there's not a hardcore mode on multiplayer, dude. Yeah, there is. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's, called yeah. yeah. It's, it's called hardcore. It's called hardcore.
1: <laughs> well, anyway. If you not
0: hardcore. Oh,
1: sorry. I like um, it. I think it's you. And there's also Strange Brigade, which... It, it was an indie game that was shown off there, so it didn't get any press coverage. Um, so everyone kind of passed over it, but it looks really interesting. It's basically the concept is you are a one of four people that have been hired to explore this catacomb tomb thing in Egypt in the 1930s, and there's a bunch of fucking mummies, and they're all trying to kill you. So you gotta shoot your way through. And Mm. it looks neat. And, like, there's a narrator that goes over it the entire time. Mm. And he's extremely cheesy doing the... Because, as they said, they wanted to make it, like, one of the old movie serials. So you have this guy, and he's, you know... You're in for an adventure! And here comes the mummies! And you're going to have to shoot your way through, old chap! Like, very much like that. And I'm intrigued by it. It looks interesting and I kinda wanna play it. Also, I enjoyed the fact that when the developers were showing it off, they weren't showing it off in like, oh hey, here's like our guy going through this on easy mode and just destroying everything. They put it on the hardest difficulty possible and got destroyed by yeah. the AI. And they were just like, Yeah, um, we probably we probably should have dropped the AI to a little bit easier. But you know, <laughs> um, here's the games. Yeah, I was like, that's cool. I'm about that. That seems interesting. So, that sounds cool, actually. I love
0: catacomy yeah. uh, mummy. I don't know mystery sort of. I don't know whatever that's called.
1: Yeah, it and it's like a third person shootery thing. And as you like shoot people, you get power ups and you can do combo move stuff apparently or something. I don't know. It looks neat. I'm about it. I want to check it out. I'm going to be watching that a bit more. My friend was at E3 and was sending me Snapchats through the entire goddamn thing. And Josh, if you're listening, thank you so much. Love you, bud. But one of the things that was there that no one really talked about was the fact that they had a Mario Kart VR system set up. And it's not an official game in any right. It they, they will never be, like, launched in the Nintendo realm of things because Nintendo hasn't adopted VR because they tried that once and it didn't go too well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, apparently this thing exists. It's called Mario Kart VR. And, like, you actually have to throw the shells and things. Like, you can, like, hold it up above your head and you can toss it backwards or forwards, And it looks kind of cool. My friend tried it out. He said it was neat. So that wasn't cool. Uh, apparently, a lot of the displays were very breathtaking and very interesting. The, Yaku- the one for Yakuza 6, that's Sony, uh, was like basically a mini Tokyo street kind of thing. So there's a lot of cool things to look at while there of the games. But yeah, that was E3 in this, a nutshell. That uh, Mario Kart VR thing looks like
0: it's explicit to the, or exclusive to the. Um vr zone thing they have with the chairs do you see those things yeah those are
1: neat yeah uh, no i uh, i definitely wish i could have been there to try that out because that looked like it would going to be a very interesting and fun time well owen you should get on getting us press passes okay <laughs> well next year well
3: i have uh, some things
1: left before we jump off
4: of this
3: no good i'll try to go through them rather quickly so next come got some new dlc war of the chosen Uh, which looks like it has three different alien factions fighting against each other and you, which seems like it could be interesting. Uh, There are some games that got new trailers that have already been mentioned, but I feel like you should go look up their gameplay trailers and whatnot. Shadow of War got some new stuff. There's a new Call of Cthulhu trailer, which I'm really excited about. It doesn't really show any of the gameplay, but it's a new trailer, so whatever. Um, Days Gone on PS4 is some sort of apocalyptic zombie... RPG survival game which looks pretty interesting kind of like the Last of Us feel it seems um, I missed a couple hang on. Fortnite? Gotta find them again I don't care about Fortnite at all I mean I'm sure some people do but
1: I, I, I don't know I was just, <laughs> I, it was just curious because I knew that was a thing that a lot of people were talking about no, Alex, I, Alex cares about it
3: Vampire there was some new gameplay footage for Vampire which looks cool um, and one game that I'm not excited to see at all. There was this game they showed during—I don't remember whose press conference it was—but it's called uh, the Darwin Project, and they had this like shoutcaster casting a match during it, and apparently, people who are participating, like watching the game, spectating oh, yeah. it, can impact the actual gameplay of the game, which I think is so dumb. Like in a competitive game. Spectators should not oh, be able to impact the gameplay. Holy crap!
0: I didn't realize it was competitive. I it, was it was a just competitive
3: a... arena game. Wow! This lady was sneaking up on a dude, shot him in the back a couple times, and then apparently some spectator just gave him a power up that gave him a shield that protected him for a little wow. while. I mean, she still ended up killing him, but
0: the fact they that a spectator that could and...
3: completely turn turn the match, I hate. Oh, I can't stand it.
2: Should
0: nuts. implement some of that in player unknowns, Chad. <laughs>
3: We could really use some of that.
4: Vampire, the one to spell V A M P Y R.
3: Yes, that is vampire.
4: Okay, yeah, that's the game that Don't Nods currently working on, mm-hmm. which they have to finish before they work on Life is Strange 2. <laughs> Same people. So, Anything else? I am interested in that because it comes from Life is Strange. People, I love Life is Strange.
3: Right. The game itself looks pretty cool.
2: Please tell us about the characters of Life is Strange, Alex. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. I could talk for a while. Oh no. Detroit you
3: Become Human looks kind of interesting. Yes. But it's for exclusive, so not super excited about it.
0: Let's be honest. The, the saddest thing about E3 2017 yeah. is that we really didn't hear much about Cyberpunk 2077. However, and we didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, did I, I sent you guys the like uh, the Reddit post where they said hey we got some stuff stolen if it's out there have fun with it it's an old part yeah. of the game we're not giving them money because yeah. they were demanding money to get their information back that was stolen from their server they there's yeah. like nah nah
4: apparently it was like old design docs and stuff i guess i don't know hmm. they threatened to release it if they didn't pay them and they were like nah <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much this is pretty much Okay, well, moving on from E3, now that we've pretty much dedicated this entire podcast to E3. I mean, that's kind of how it has to be after E3. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about other, just a few quick things before we hop off here, just because they're actually kind of cool. Hasbro has created a board game crate, and you can pay, I think it's $49, and they just literally ship a a box of board games to your house. And I think it's once every... Let me look here again. Once every... mm, It includes three games delivered every three months. One Um, game a month. No, three games every three months.
3: Yeah, game a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One (laughs) (laughs) game. I was like, hold on. Wow.
0: (laughs) Uh, That was good timing for that. Uh, I'm just actually excited about this. I think I might opt in and and see what this is like because they're actually already talking about the first one, which is a like partial VR slash board game. It's a Japanese game. They have a couple other things they're doing as well. So I don't know. In the era of subscription boxes, this seems like a very good realm of things to have in subscription boxes.
4: Are they all going to be Hasbro games?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: the real question.
0: Are we
4: talking about the gummy bears? Because that can't be too great if it's just going to be Hasbro games. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. yeah, we'll see.
0: Uh, also, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a, a video game on Kickstarter right now, which, I mean, if Neil deGrasse Tyson is going to be a part of a space odyssey or a space video game, it's going to be good. Has to be. Um, they still have a long time to go, but... They've already gotten $110,000. I don't even know how many days they've been on here. Very limited amount of time. There's no one excited about Neil Grass Tyson like me. He's alright. I mean, he's cool.
4: I <sighs> don't know how we can automatically consider a game that's going to have his name on it to be good. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> you wait. You wait. Here's something called Board Game Bento. Yeah, $50 that a month.
0: 50 bucks a month.
4: Yeah, but you get a box of board games every month. Man, that's... That's okay. a lot of board games. At least, you at at least really $80 worth board of games. board games every month.
0: So it's almost like the Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble,
3: except you don't get as much bang for your buck. Yeah. This is it's not... hard to get more bang for your buck than Humble Monthly Bundle.
4: Not just Hasbro stuff.
3: Well, that's the important part, yeah.
4: You can get it for $45 a month if you do a six-month
3: plan. Ooh.
0: Ooh. So exciting. Last but not least, um, if you have not joined and you want to join our Fantasy Movie League, please do. Has anybody even been paying attention to this? Because I'm... Yes. Everybody should know at yeah, this point haven't. that I have been not doing
1: a good job of paying attention <laughs> we, to the You've really. been doing the weirdest plays, which is why you're doing so badly, man. Well, yeah, he did well you did the first
4: week and then forgot, I think. I did it forget like the second
0: week. I did forget the second it week. It looks like it just
4: dropped off whatever got removed and left what you had before. Yeah. yeah. Which, your first one was not great, so... Well, you, never, you know, I was like, literally first.
0: everyone, I feel like is going to do the same strategy. Let's just do something freaking weird to see how it goes. Did
4: well, not did go you see well. this week? Because this well. week we got a whole bunch of different strats and me and Caitlin had completely different setups and we ended up $200,000 apart. Wow. Yeah. Very competitive. Very competitive gaming up in here.
1: It, it makes me upset because Caitlin had the exact thing that I had before I changed mine because I got freaked out and I was like, oh, no. I should probably do something different, and I wish I would have just stayed with what I had because now I'm getting kicked a lot in the in my work league because they're they're all doing much better than me. and if I had what Caitlin had, I'd be running that racket right now. So I'm I
4: think going the most hard, re- man.
0: I think the most revealing thing about the people currently involved in the movie league is Caleb's lack of imagination for naming things.
3: Oh, yeah. You like that? Everyone's got something.
0: Even if we left
3: Cineplex on there. Caleb's Cineplex is... D- okay, mine is better Juno. than just having Cineplex on the end of it.
4: Wait, yours I is mean, just Juno? I mean, yeah. I
0: drive-in. That's great. Stop it. Nowhere yeah. Theater. Great. Alex's the Auditor. Great. The big screens of Caitlin Vasta. Probably the best one. That is
3: <laughs> <that was laughs> the best. You're not wrong. And then we just have Juno. Yeah. What's it's better than Aaron? Finn's Cineplex. Yeah, you just signed up. You just up. left what it left, left in there. What I what at least changed the whoa, name.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, I didn't leave what it had in there because it had AJ Juno's Cineplex.
4: Oh, whatever. Uh, oh, my
3: gosh. That's, that's
4: even that. worse.
0: Exactly!
4: So I stomped the first week. This week, I got screwed because Wonder Woman is still exceeding expectations at the box office. Yeah, yeah I just broke so, 500... Mi- or 500 I remember, it still did like 40 million yeah, over the weekend broke 500 million over the weekend or uh, oh, it's total like third week it's stupid otherwise i would have been clear clearly the winner clearly <laughs> clearly if it, dropped, if it had dropped like it was supposed to Caleb, so,
3: what are you doing by the way well first of all 44 i wasn't million. here i wasn't here the first week
4: so that's, that's true. true he was here but he didn't actually do it yeah
3: well, no, I I wasn't actually. So,
2: do we have to give him signed a, up yet? On do we have to week, give him a hundred week. million buffer or something?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that works.
3: It doesn't give me anything for the season.
4: Wow, that sucks.
3: Yeah, yeah that, that does suck.
4: No, that's but I'm saying that. And we then you gambled just, on a
3: comedy that flopped. I did for this week. I was like, let's We're just f- see what see what happens. I'm already way behind. Let's just let's just see.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Didn't go well. Yeah. Still beat Aaron that week.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you forget. So, if you haven't signed up, you want to check this out. You want to sign up and be in the Horizon Movie League with us? Please do. Uh, we'll have the link in the cast notes. So you can just. We're only uh, week four now, um, yep. so there's still plenty of plenty of weeks to go until the end of the
1: league. And if nothing else, it's a good way to uh, get your feet wet and kind of understand what's going on and some good strategies. So when we continue this into you know this the um, fall. You can still join when the real
0: movies, when the real movies start coming out. I don't know, man. Fall into the winter. Mm -hmm.
1: We got got Transformers on this week's play, so (laughs) I said, like I said, when the real movies come out. But like, should you actually
2: use Transformers this week, or should you just spam Cars?
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm actually using Transformers. We'll find out. I
0: don't know. I might just do eight screens of Cars. if That's possible. I
3: Probably out of my can. screens, huh? I
4: think I think you should just keep Wonder Woman up. Cars in there. was worth something stupid, like seven hundred. Uh, Seriously? Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah last it week on last it was week. really
1: bad. Yeah.
4: So wow. you could get cars, and then like Nothing it comes else. at night a couple times. Or <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Wait, what was the comedy that flopped for you, Caleb? Rough night.
4: Uh, Rough night. Yeah. It did about half of of what it was expected to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that sucks. What is okay this? well all eyes
2: on me that is the tupac, tupac story. movie all yeah, eyes dude. on me That's freaking right
0: eyes <laughs> cool well, thanks for joining us this week uh sorry we talked about e3 the whole time but hey it was e3 and there's lots of cool stuff coming out um so sign up for the horizon movie league and we will catch you next week
2: go home
0: This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCausland, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer, A-M-A-I-R, or some of you know him, Andrew Real. You can check out his music at www.soundcloud.com forward slash Amer or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Lumont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustriale with an e.com, or you can check out their Instagram. Also, you can check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com for other video content and some free stuff. Until next time, this has been The Forecast.